Hello everybody and welcome back to a little bit of everything. It's been quite some time since I last posted and honestly I'm new to this whole thing so I'm not entirely sure how many episodes are out. I know for sure one so we're gonna call this episode two. Alright. Today we are going today I'm going to talk about something that is actually very near and dear to dear near and dear to me and to who I am and how I see the world and this is mainly due to my dad and how he raised me uh, my dad is an absolutely phenomenal person But we're going to start it off with this. I want to say it's a discussion. Excuse me. But I don't really have anybody to discuss it with. Uh, So it can't really be a discussion. Hopefully I can grow my audience, grow this, make some friends and have them on the podcast so that I can get to a discussion about things that are very relevant and very important in this day and age but um the worst thing that you can tell anybody whether you're a parent raising a child whether you're someone talking to your friend the worst thing that you can do for them is to tell them the future is female conversely if you are a guy talking to a girl the worst thing that you can do is tell that woman that the future is male and then on top of that again saying say you're non-binary or you're lgbtq plus right the worst thing you can do is say the future is lgbtq plus okay we cannot do that and here's why that puts an us versus them mentality into the community. Whether you are trying to be inclusive or not, that is what it does. I have met multiple people of the LGBTQ plus community. And I have met people from both sides of said community. I had friends in college when I went to college for a little bit. I had one of my best friends was gay. He was. And I got to go to a pride parade with him. And he and his friends were amazing. But me at that pride parade, me being a straight man at that pride parade, I got so much hate from members of the LGBTQ plus community, even though I was there to support their movement and what they are trying to do and have, I got so much hate just because I was straight at their event. Do you see the problem? Okay, we can't go on thinking the future is female or the future is male. Or the future is non-binary, it's LGBTQ+, it's black, it's Asian, it's whatever. We can't do that. We have 
to think along the lines of this. The future is human. Okay? If you don't like human, the future is homo sapien. Alright? The people on this earth make up the future. So it doesn't make sense... Hang on, let me put this in a different way, okay? If I am trying to do a job, let's say that job is landscaping, okay? Say I work landscaping or construction, okay? And I have to move this 250-pound object from point A to point B. I'm a strong guy. Can I find a way to move it by myself? Yes, I can. But that is going to do a lot more detriment to me, to the company, and to the work site than if I find someone who is also at the work site, also working on that job, and I get their help with it. Okay? So... Me and, let's say for the sake of the Billy Bob Joe, right? Both, I grab one end, Billy Bob grabs the other end, and now we move this heavy object from point A to point B with, yeah, it's still a little difficult. It's a heavy object, But it was easier than if I would try to move it myself or if he tried to move it himself. Okay? And it's going to be even easier still if I'm putting my all into it and he's putting his all into it. Alright? We all have a role to play. Okay? I know not everyone does sports and I understand that I am a huge football fanatic so I'm going to put it in a way where I can more easily say this we are all part of the same team and that team is the human race we all have different roles to play in the human race and we need to play them alright Now, that does not mean that we shouldn't be helping other people, but we need to do our job first, and other people need to do their job. Okay? But sitting here and saying that the future is one way is anything other than human, anything other than the future is dictated by how the human race works together is counterproductive. Okay? We all need to be working together to do the same thing. I think we... It is very hard for me to believe that everybody doesn't want the same thing, which is to be treated with kindness and respect have I met some people that just refuse to do that yes I have and that's not helpful but the majority of the people that I know are more than willing 
to work with other people, to help other people out, to help them out. And to make just, it is very rare for me to come across a problem where the other person just refuses. And I, I mean, staunchly refuses to compromise. And it's, it's happened a lot in my life. And I'm only 21 now. And yeah, it's happened a lot. And I'm sure it's going to happen in your life. Some, some people are going to come across this more than other people are. But I guarantee everyone's going to come across it. And there are times, and in a time where the person that you are trying to work with just refuses to compromise. And they will not compromise and they will not help you. At that point in time, you have to be the bigger person and compromise for them. Now, this does not mean compromise your values, compromise your morals. That's not okay. And it doesn't leave a good taste in your mouth. But if it's something small, like you're at work and your boss wants you to do something to circle way suck it up do it that way just do it it's not a big deal it doesn't matter just do it just do the work the way the boss wants you to do it okay that it doesn't matter that is what i mean you compromise just like you would if you were in a relationship okay you compromise hey i'll cook dinner You got to do the dishes, right? You picked the movie last night. Why don't I pick it tonight? And then you can pick it again tomorrow. Hey, we did this all day yesterday. Let's do this today. Sounds great. All right. Life is about compromise. And you've got to be able to compromise And when you compromise, you cannot take the fact that you had to compromise as a slight against you. Because very rarely is that what the other person wants. Okay? The human race... And I get it. We're all human. We all make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. I get that. I'm not perfect. I've done things in my life that I am not proud of. I've done things in my life that, looking back on, I regret. But I had to own up to it. So I did. I owned up to it. And I will readily admit that I made that mistake. And I try to fix it. I'm still trying to fix some of the mistakes that I've made. And that is what separates a good person from someone who's not. Alright? Good people recognize their mistakes and they take ownership of their mistakes. And then they try to fix their mistakes. 
Now, that doesn't mean that just because they made the mistake, they don't get to be hurt. That's not what this means. People can hurt them, be hurt by their own actions. It happens. It happens. Shit happens. I don't understand why no one is willing to admit it. It's actually I do. It's it's hard to admit when things aren't going right. It's hard to admit when you made a mistake. I am full of issues. I'm struggling with so much on my plate right now. If you want to know what that stuff is, you can reach out out and ask to me. Uh, I can try to find a way to uh, try to find a way for you guys to contact me. I think you can contact me on this app. I'll try to find a way to let you guys contact me. Um, if you want to know what the things that I am struggling with, contact me, ask for it, and I'll put it in the next podcast, but I'm struggling, I really am, and I am a very proud man, am I proud of myself, no, that's something else we gotta discuss, that's something else I want to discuss, there is a, there is different, a difference between having pride in yourself and being proud I am proud to an unhealthy level I am proud to the point where the hardest thing for me to do is admit that I need help is a lot of that due to how I was raised and how I interpreted what my parents tried to do with me yeah yeah, I, I would be surprised if if that didn't have any effect on me whatsoever. I can't see it not having an effect on me. Uh, but I am not proud of myself. Alright? Being proud of yourself comes from having self-worth. Comes from doing things that you are proud to look at and be like, hey, yeah, look. I did that. Me. I did that. Alright? Something that makes me proud of myself is I'm an Eagle Scout. And at my local state park here in Colorado, I built a bridge to make a trail more accessible for people with wheelchairs, with strollers, and the like. Alright? And I am proud of that. I can go to that bridge, I can point at it, and I can say... I built this bridge. I did that. That makes me very proud of myself. Alright? That makes me feel like I have self-worth. Okay? So there's that. Honestly, that's pretty much... that. Yeah, that's pretty much it for, like, the serious part of this pod 
podcast. Um, it's pretty much the, the it for the series part of my podcast. Uh, the reason it's called a little bit of everything is because I do try to cover a little bit of everything to the best of my ability and to the best of my knowledge. Uh, and the thing that I'm most knowledgeable about right now is football. If you don't like football, you are more than welcome to turn off the podcast right now at this moment. That is fine. But the thing that I want to talk about during this football segment of this podcast Antonio Brown. That dude lost his mind again. He, he did. He lost his mind. If you don't know what I am talking about or who I am talking about, Antonio Brown is a wide receiver in the National Football League. As of yesterday, up to yesterday, he played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers played, that's right, you guessed it, the New York Jets, one of the worst teams in football. Barely beat them, all right, with Tom Brady, who is supposed to be the greatest of all time. They barely beat them, barely beat the Jets. Now, I'm not a huge Brady fan. I'm not a huge Tampa Bay fan. I don't know all the ins and outs. Um, I don't. But I do know that they've been pretty solid over the year, uh, over this season. I believe they're in playoff contention. They don't have the number one seed. That goes to Green Bay. Uh, that was a good game. Green Bay ended up winning. I don't who they beat. I don't remember. I don't remember who Green Bay beat, but they did win, so they got that the uh, first first seed on lockdown, which is really cool because me as a Denver Broncos fan, I live somewhere where the Green Bay quarterback and Rock. And Rodgers has said he wants to go when his tenure in Green Bay ends, which could be this year. I believe he's a free agent either this year or next year. I'm not 100% sure. But he's a free agent either this year or the year after. And he said that Denver is somewhere he's looked at going. Which does make sense to me because Denver did not do well this year. They did not, which is unfortunate because I'm a Broncos fan. But they are a complete team, at least on paper. The big struggle this year has been coaching. Our coaches have been terrible and not putting our quarterbacks who won is just in his third year in the NFL and Broncos country already is turning on him and vilifying him. And the other is a check down guy. He's 
consistent, but he can't come back from a seven-point deficit. All right, so we didn't have great quarterbacks. What we did have was a fairly serviceable offensive line. I think there are a couple moves that they can do with players that are already on our roster to make this line better, such as keep Lloyd Cushion Barry and then transfer Natane Moody over to tackle and play Quentin Miners, the rookie that we had drafted this year. And he has been absolutely amazing. He's looked really good. We've had a stellar run game for almost the entire year. I don't know about last week. I didn't see the Broncos Chargers game. I know that Drew Locke is getting a lot of hate for it, even though his stats aren't bad. Um, I don't know how the run game did. From what I'm hearing and from what I saw from the highlights... I mean, they're they're highlights. They take the best play, so I can't really comment on last week, but I can comment on two weeks ago when we played the Las Vegas Raiders, and that game was 100% not Drew Locke's fault. Drew Locke was making throws that he needed to make. What was wrong was that there were 14 carries Between our two running backs, Javante Williams, who is top 10 in rushing and leads the league in broken tackles, and Melvin Gordon, who is top 5 in broken tackles and not a bad running back. So that's just not enough. And then this entire year, Teddy Bridgewater, the checkdown king, has started uh, over Drew Locke. Um, And Teddy just has not shown the ability to get our wide receivers involved. Cortland Sutton was a Pro Bowl wide receiver. Tim Patrick last year was one of two wide receivers with zero drops all year. Okay? I mean, Jerry Judy is an elite route runner who can get separation. KJ Hamler's a speedster, but he's been gone all year. He he tore his ACL, I think, week two against the Jags. It was definitely against the Yeah, no, it was week two. Week two against the Jags, he tore his ACL, so he's been done for the year, which is kind of upsetting because he looked really good uh against New York and against the Jags. I know those teams aren't that great, but still he looked good. Um So there's that. These wide receivers, we get down into the depth of the season where we are right now. Next week, depending on when you listen to this, right now we we just finished week 17 of the 2021 NFL season. It got bumped up to an 18-week season. So 17 games in a bye week is what that's looked like. Um. So, yeah, no, and now that we have Drew Locke in, and Drew Locke is not afraid to throw the ball. He's got great arm talent. He does. He can get the ball anywhere he needs to on the field, which is really nice. But to me, and I'm not saying that I'm an NFL coach. 
I don't, I don't, I'm not saying I know the backstory. I'm not saying any of this. This is just what it looks like to me. It looks like with Drew Locke in here, our wide receivers are surprised when they run a route that takes them more than five yards downfield and then they get targeted. They, they seem surprised. They seem off. It's really interesting. So there's that. Um, anyway, what was I talking about before I went into Denver? Who was I talking about before I did Denver? Oh, well. so that's, that's, that's my football talk. Um, here's another topic that I do want to talk about and that I do want to, uh, address mental health doesn't just go away mental health issues are always going to be a struggle we cannot I'm saying this as someone that has been diagnosed by a psychiatrist with dissociative identity disorder, which is multiple multiple personalities, with depression, anxiety, uh, so many things. Okay, so when something affects us, someone with mental illness, it's tough. We can't always control it. And the best thing that you can do if someone that you know has mental illness struggles, the best thing you can do is be understanding. Okay, and I don't mean be understanding in the moment and then as soon as it's done, go off on them. That doesn't work. I've had... These past couple of months have been rough. I made some mistakes. I owned up to them. I got vilified for said mistakes. And it feels like I'm still getting vilified for those mistakes by a lot of people. And I'm living out of my car right now. Life is just really tough. It's... January in December. Last two nights ago, it got down to negative 14 degrees Fahrenheit. It's cold. Um, so my life has been really rough. It has been for a long time. I'm putting in work. I'm trying to figure out how I personally can make my life better and what I can do to improve my situation in my life so I'm doing what I can but that's also really stressful being in the situation that I'm in and then working to make your life better while also seeing zero results at all it's incredibly tough it's incredibly stressful I've had so many breakdowns in the past couple of days. And so many people have treated me with either apathy 
or with indifference. And I've had seven people get physically angry with me because I had a breakdown, because I cried, because I did something that I needed to do to cope in the moment. A lot of people don't understand that breakdowns, it's not, oh yeah, I cried for five five minutes and now I'm better. Yay! No, breakdown, that's not how a breakdown works. Breakdowns can last anywhere from two minutes to two weeks. And it will all be the same breakdown caused by the same thing. Okay? And when you are in that state of mind of constant stress, constant worry, It's tough because the smallest things, things that especially if you're someone like me who has a lot of trauma, has PTSD, has a lot of triggers, you can have something that didn't trigger you before, but because you are in a state of a constant breakdown and constantly overthinking and constantly feeling like you are the problem in the world, things that didn't affect you before now affect you. Sometimes those things are things that might have brought brought you joy. When you are in a state where you are not okay and where you are having a breakdown, because people that are not new to breakdowns like me, I've been having breakdowns and depression since about fourth, fifth grade in there. That that was around the time where I realized. I don't feel normal. I am constantly sad. I have no motivation. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go to football practice. I don't want to play football. I love football. I don't... I didn't want to play. I didn't want to watch the Broncos. And there were a couple weeks where I I truly didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to do anything and I would cry constantly but then I got told that that's not fair to other people and I'm still getting told that to this day when I have a breakdown there are maybe four or five people in my life that handle my breakdowns and I'd say more like two or three two or three there are two or three people in my life that understand and that handle my breakdowns in a way that actually helps 
me and it helps me get to a better place where I'm not going to have that breakdown in five minutes. So there are two or three people that can do that, but everyone else tends to tell me that it's not fair because it is affecting them, that my mental health is affecting them, and that my mental health and my mental state is not fair to them. And that's fine if that's how you feel. That really is. That is okay. But that's not helping them. So, if you are going to say, yes, I care about this person who has mental illness, you can't be also sitting there and telling them, hey, your mental illness isn't fair to me. Your mental illness isn't convenient for me. Your breakdown was not scheduled on my schedule. That's not fair to me. Okay? You can't have it both ways. It doesn't work like that. And what I have found is that people like me, people with issues like mine, we don't want to cause problems. We don't want to cause issues. Issues. That's the last thing we want to do. That is why when you have these issues for a long amount of time, you start hiding your breakdowns. You internalize your depression. Maybe you, like me, went from cutting on your arms to cutting on your legs so that nobody would see them even if you were wearing short sleeves and shorts. Now, have I gotten around to the point where it's like, I don't much care where I cut and who sees these? Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And, you know, eventually I'll swing back around to where I'm, if I'm cutting, I'm cutting on my legs and I'm cutting on my, yeah, just my legs, really. Um, so there's that, and I, I will come back around to where I will want to hide it. Um, but we internalize those breakdowns so we can still be having a breakdown over the same thing that we were having a breakdown over last week. That breakdown never stopped. I just realized that you were going to get mad at me for it or I realized that having that breakdown externally wasn't helping so I internalized the breakdown and I'm internalizing it as much as I can it doesn't make it any less serious though and a lot of people don't realize that and it breaks my heart Because it gets to the point where it can feel like, okay, I'm going to have a breakdown. Actually, you know what? This person's here. I can't have this breakdown. Because so-and-so is here and they're just going to blame me. And they're going to guilt trip me or they're going to gaslight me. 
and that's not fair. So, yeah, sorry that today was such a depressing and seriously rooted podcast. It was not my, actually it kind of was, you know, I came across a video on TikTok of a woman hater or a man hater. It wasn't a woman hater. It was a man hater. I don't follow. I don't like woman haters. I'm not that kind of person. I believe that everyone needs to be treated with respect and love. That is what I believe. That is how I feel. But I came across a man hater who was a single mother and was teaching her young son, her son, that the future of this world was female. And that he had to hide all of his masculine traits. Like, he liked sports. He wasn't allowed to do it because that is toxic masculinity. He liked video games. Isn't allowed to play games. Isn't allowed to play Call of Duty. Teenage boy. Okay? As a teenage boy. Isn't allowed to play Call of Duty because it's toxic masculinity. And that really pissed me off because that's not okay. I do believe that toxic toxic masculinity exists. I do believe that. That is true. It happens. It's out there. But saying that all masculinity is toxic masculinity is flat out wrong. It is a lie. And that is toxic. That is the toxic part. Also, side note, tangent. I was thinking of wrapping this up, but I just keep finding things to say. Wow. Okay. Tangent to that, um, women. Women can be abusers as well as men. Okay? I've been in multiple abusive relationships. There's been one relationship I've had in my life that was not abusive. One. Just the one. (sighs) Okay? And women, don't hit your men. I don't care if he, like me, could take it. I don't care if he's got muscles and his muscles can take the blow. I don't care if the act of you... Hitting that man doesn't physically hurt that man. You are hurting that man emotionally. Okay? You are being abusive to him. Physically and emotionally. You are not a strong, independent woman. You are an abusive woman. And it is not okay. Okay, now I I promise I'm out of things to say this time. Oh, boy. Man, I wish I had a joke right now to end end the podcast on a lighter mood. Um, Oh, here we go. Why was it called the Dark Ages? Because there were so many nights. Ha! Ha! Get it? Because, you know, night, night, night in armor, you know. Yeah, explaining the joke always makes it better, right? (laughs) Well, 
that was it for this podcast. Um, if you started it and you're still here, hey, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, I would love it if you supported me in any way, shape, or form that you could. Even if that's just saying, hey, I really liked this podcast I'm going to tell my friend that means uh, just as much to me as if someone, say, donated a hundred bucks. Okay, I'm not asking for your money. I'm not asking for any of that. I'm just saying any support is appreciated, whether that's coming on Anchor where I made this podcast and liking my podcast, whether that's liking it on Spotify, whether that's looking me up, Alan Moto, on TikTok on TikTok, I got two accounts, whether that's looking me up on TikTok and liking and following my accounts, it's just any support that you are willing to give is greatly appreciated and it means the world to me. I'm hoping to do more and more podcasts and get better and better as I do them and start to find an audience so that I can tailor my podcasts more towards that audience. As of right now, I'm not exactly sure what I want that audience to be, but that is the ultimate goal. So I will see you all next time on my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all. I am proud of you all. I will talk to you all later.